0: what's going on everybody welcome back to another episode of the spectators today we have football football and more football we are gonna go into the playoff picture through week 10 and we're gonna talk about the winners and losers of week 10 as we tend to do so let's get right into that for you guys back guys to another episode of the spectators my name is julian i'm here at brooklyn what's going on brother
1: yo 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 not much bro it's crazy though we're 10 weeks into the nfl
0: yeah it is it is absolutely crazy it feels like this has been we...
1: flying
0: it feels like yesterday we did a preview video and now here we are with yeah. 10 double digit weeks Um, and I mean, as you see on the screen, it is the dog days and you are seeing it on the field. Great teams are taking some really weird losses. Bad teams are getting some really weird wins and you don't really know where people are. And this is that time of year where people who look like they're tanking steal a win for no reason. The lions tie. Like there's a lot of nonsense Mm -hmm. that we're going to talk about and uh, I'm pretty excited about it.
1: We're i are gonna mean, start you off mentioned it right there. i'll I'll just go ahead and give one of my winners <laughs> shout out to the Lions, even though they didn't get a win. yeah <laughs> they they got the tie. we We talk about the moral victories every week. that that's one hell of a moral victory for them. Yeah. Pittsburgh, I could throw you guys on there for a loser because taking the the Owen o for team and letting them take you into overtime for fifteen minutes. And the overtime was just wild. They were going back and forth. Just weird, weird stuff. Fumble and OT. Lions kicker had the worst attempt at a game-winning field goal I have seen in my entire life. That thing was the weakest kicked ball of all time. You know, like when you you got, like, your little brother, sister, niece, (laughs) nephew, whatever, and you you set up the ball, you you have them kicking it, and they just run up and – Give a little soft touch. That was him. That was To him. win the game, by the way. To win the game. To win the game. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. So But yeah, I mean Lions didn't lose, so therefore they, they win. So, therefore so they are winners. They win.
0: And they win also because they didn't win. So they didn't move up in the draft order either. They didn't move Amazing. down, but they didn't move up. So they are still <laughs> right there with no wins. And uh that's kinda where they want to be. Uh um, yeah. And I, I said this watching the game. They're better than 0-8-1. I think this team with a quarterback that had like a brain uh, would maybe have three to five wins. And they don't have that quarterback with a brain. I don't think they're going to get it next year either. They got to wait a whole second draft for that. But that's what rebuilding's for. Slow process. Slow process. Very
1: slow process. But you
0: started with a winner. So I'll hop on there with a winner for you as well. Non-rebuilding teams in the AFC East get my winner for this week. The Bills blow out the Jets. Jets are rebuilding. They're trying to figure that out. We're not going to talk about the Jets more than we already have
1: on this show. Dude, you can call it a rebuild. I call it sad.
0: Well, I'll sad. call it a rebuild. Like Rome wasn't built in the day. I call this Neither the was crumbling like
1: crumbling of an empire. Uh, empire is <laughs> a strong word, but. Um, <laughs>
0: attempting to be contending teams in the AFC East, right? (laughs) Uh, Bills looked great. Uh, The announcer said it all. I think there was a drive where I was like, the Bills are doing whatever they want all game. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, they look good. They were cruising. Thankfully, they needed that. They really needed that after a a couple, (laughs) two rough weeks after a bye. So they needed that. Patriots. In a toss-up game that we thought, at least, going into it, was going to be kind of a toss-up, I kind of figured – the Browns would kind of keep that momentum from last week going. They just got rid of OBJ. They were kind of feeling good about it. The toxic locker room presence is gone. You had a mm. great offensive week. I thought they were going to come out and play really well. They got absolutely shut down offensively. They could not run the ball. And, the, and they couldn't stop a nosebleed. And here's the thing, right? The Browns' defense has been really good all year at times. And then they'll have, like, 25 minute intervals where it's like what's going on here you saw that in the chargers game where they let up i was like 49 points and in this game what they let up i I think it was like the 45 points 45 points to the mac jones led patriots i don't know if that's more of an indication of mac jones in that offense or if it's a demeric against the browns defense i'm not really sure but the patriots are six and four they're in the playoff hunt at the moment And they're in the division hunt at the moment, which is crazy. Like, they have an opportunity to win this division. So, we said this coming into the season. Patriots are going to be a sleeper type of team. If Mac Jones can kind of work out. We said if he looks even remotely like an NFL quarterback, that this team would be better. And here they are. Better. (laughs) Here they are.
1: Better is correct. And they look good. Yeah. They look really good. So big shout out to that, and I mean I'll just throw in another team from that division. Shout out yeah. to Miami, taking yep. down
0: that was that was next on the Baltimore list.
1: Baltimore on uh Thursday being that weird good team taking a weird loss that we mentioned earlier in the episode.
0: Yeah, so. well here's the thing with Miami, right? If you guys have been listening for a while, you'll know mm-hmm. I have loved everything Miami has done up until this season. I thought their last two yeah. full seasons of rebuilding and then doing trades and getting rid of guys that didn't fit the scheme that gays kind of brought in they got them out and brought in new guys i thought it was incredible the only thing i didn't like was tua but even Tua i still kind of like we'll see how he kind of works out uh, obviously it's not looking as good as, as as herbert at this point but it's i don't like to compare to guys too much um uh, i thought the dolphins were going to be a lot better than three and seven at this point in the season a lot of the moves they made organizationally haven't translated coaching wise, and a lot of their game plan is the reason that they've been losing. They have plenty of talent on this team. Miles Gaskin, as Gerard tells you every week, he's a good <laughs> running back. Yeah, and they just don't feed him every week. And then when they do feed him, they usually get good outcomes like this. Uh, they stifled the Ravens' run game, which has been the best in the NFL for the last two seasons. And they shut down the Ravens. Give them ten points after a really big win against Minnesota last week. The Ravens absolutely lay an egg to the Dolphins. I don't know who that's more damning towards, but AFC East pseudo contender wannabe winners. Had a good week.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: You you gave me a loser, but give me another one. You said Pittsburgh, but I don't know.
1: Well, that, I just threw that yeah, in. Yeah. I, the main, the main w- winner was uh, Detroit on that. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a loser and a winner because they come from the same team. And it's not too big of a thing down the stretch because this team isn't really a contender. Okay. But in the long run, Taylor Heineke being a winner for the Washington football team, but also on the losing side, the Washington football team losing Chase Young. Yeah. To a season ending torn ACL. Yeah. Young stud, really tough. It's sad to see. So I I gotta give the loser to that just because he, he's such a good talent. And anytime you see a talent like that go down with an injury of that stature. It's brutal. It's tough. You you really hate to see it. He's so dominant too. Not, not sick. Yeah. Especially I mean- for a decent a decent defense in Washington, yeah, that and happened. then
0: that down year defensively. But I mean, he was—they were stopping the yeah. run very well, and he was a main reason for that. So,
1: yeah, I mean, you—you but... you still never know what's going to happen with the NFC East, even though Dallas is in the front runner. Like, they—they're they're still what knows, eight man. weeks left. You—you you never know. So, so losing a player like that is tough. But Taylor Heineke, he. He made his presence known last year in the playoffs against the Bucs. And then here we are again against the Bucs, showing out again. Giving a big, big loss to Tampa Bay. Huge loss because now that NFC South is looking wide open. A little crowded.
0: Wide open. A little crowded. The Saints are one game back. Panthers are one game back. The Bucks' defense is really hurt. Vita Vea is going to be out for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Richard Sherman's out now. Obviously, Bunting, uh, Sean Murphy, Bunting is still out, and a lot of those DBs are out. This team is very injured on the defensive
1: end. Yeah, so Tampa is not what we thought. Now coming into the season
2: and i mean most of it's
1: because of injuries but and i mean you gotta take it for what it it is yeah you gotta take it it for what it is it it sucks hate to see it sorry part of it yeah it's part of the game unfortunately
0: you don't don't get a little handicap and you know injuries are my big loser of the week i mean it's the it's the dog days man like the middle of the season is rough like you're starting to get really injured players are starting to feel tired uh some people haven't had their bye week yet. This week 10, we're going in the week 11. You haven't had a bye week yet. So you haven't been able to go chill out for a couple days. Some teams are yeah. on three game road trips. Like this is when Insane. teams really start to get tested when you're not fresh, when the legs are tough. This is when coaching plan game plans come into play more more so than talent and you're seeing that with this Dolphins game. You're seeing that with Steelers Lions. I mean even the that Washington game you mentioned. You're seeing it. And, you know, Robert yep. Woods goes down to a torn ACL. Chase Young goes down to a torn ACL. There's injuries all over the field. Vida like I mentioned. every Everybody's hurt, man. Everybody's hurt. And that's... You hate to see it. That's kind of the problem with the NFL as a whole, like as a sport. Like, people just get hurt. And that's just kind of the way it is. There's too many bodies trying to go too many different directions. And that's just kind of what it is. And... Usually the teams that's the healthiest are the ones who kind of make a run towards the end there and
1: yeah we we talk about that a lot yeah the- I mean look
0: look at the uh, the Panthers and Cardinals right the Cardinals don't have their two best players like Kyler Murray coming into two weeks ago before he he went down probably was the MVP front runner and still might be honestly uh, despite sitting out for two weeks but him and DeAndre Hopkins not being there is Brutal. They get absolutely smacked by the Panthers at
1: home. Like I don't know, man. It's a and weird And I league. mean staying on the Cardinals losing JJ Watt. Yeah. A couple weeks ago. They they were undefeated before that happened. And who wow. who knows in hindsight, if he stays healthy, do they keep that streak? Yeah. Weird. So it injuries are just detrimental, man. And it's tough and I I hate to see it.
0: You got any more winners for me?
1: Um, I'll throw in two just so we can keep the ball rolling. Cam Newen yeah. coming back for the super Panthers.
0: Cam. I'm back.
1: We went crazy with the spectators group chat. Yeah, just we, cool. we all, really cool. we're all just here for it. Shout out Hondro, big Panther guy. If everybody knows, yeah. super happy for him because seeing Cam come back to Carolina so dope, man! Cute and the fact home that music two,
0: video, yeah, the highlights
1: Diddy coming home.
0: I haven't seen that red, video. That I didn't watch it.
1: Two plays in the red zone, two touchdowns. It, it was great. It was so dope. And then on the other end of the winner, Tennessee Titans. They're they're still managing to get it done without Derrick Henry.
0: Speaking they're, of the injury bug, right?
1: Yeah, he's they're out for a year too. Yeah, um, unless he manages to come back for the playoffs. Probably and, I mean, if if he can. Sick, but I doubt it. Congrats. But they, they got Adrian Peterson. Nice. McNichols is okay. Nice. But they're, they're getting it done. They're getting it done by committee, and they have to change their offense
0: now, which is almost beneficial for them because they were so run first that all of a sudden they can actually, like, use that brain of theirs and be like, hey, we actually wrote some plays down. We could use them yeah. now. Um you know, hopefully they don't show too much of that book going into the playoffs, but Yeah. They're looking like they're they're gonna they're gonna find their way there bearing any implosion. Uh, my last winner for the week is Alabama quarterbacks. All yeah. three quarterbacks <laughs> yeah. from the Alabama quarterback room in I think twenty sixteen won a game this week. First time they've ever done that in a professional career where all three won. Jalen Hurts got the win for the Eagles. Mac Jones, like we mentioned, and Tua all got wins this week. Really cool stuff. Also cool that Jalen Hurts (laughs) got the win and uh, Baker didn't. So, like, the Oklahoma cast-off type of thing and all that. Pretty cool. There's a lot going on. (laughs) There's a lot going on. But, I I don't know, really cool that all three of those – quarterbacks are playing really well it kind of reminds me of the uh, yeah. front, the wide receivers with jefferson and jamar chase who are both incredible also it's cool to see like these teammates in college just be really good in the nfl and i don't really know what else to say about it it's just it's kind of it's just cool to see
1: absolutely There that would have been even cooler stuff with the wide receivers from bama but we'll we'll move on from that <laughs> Speaking of
0: individual players like that, I know a guy who knows a lot about individual players and knows a lot about the points in fantasy football they put up. Gerard, come talk to him.
2: What's up everybody? It's your boy Gerard and we're back again with another segment of Fantasy Corner. We're here in week 10. The regular season is about to wrap up for fantasy and we're about to start pushing for the playoff. However, there are a lot of injuries that have hit teams this late in the season, which is never good, but I'm going to try to help y'all get over the hump. That's what that's what's going to be the focus for this week's episode. I'm going to do my normal, you know, top players, but I might as well just put one team on here because there's one team that has three out of the four top spots. The Chiefs balled out last night, but after that, I'm going to go over some injuries and who y'all should be picking up for those injuries, but let's go ahead and get that started. Patrick Mahomes looked like Patrick Mahomes of old, 406 yards, five total touchdowns for 36 fantasy points. The Chiefs look good, Mahomes look good. If they're like this for the rest of the season, they're scary again. Daryl Williams, the running back for the Kansas City Chiefs went off as well. 144 total yards, one touchdown for 29 fantasy points. If you have your quarterback going off, if you have your running back going off, if you have your wide receiver going off, and if you have your tight end going off, You're going to blow teams out like they did. However, the wide receiver one was not Tyreek Hill. He was close. But Stephon Diggs, wide receiver one this week, 162 yards, eight receptions, a touchdown for 30 fantasy points. This is the first game all year. Diggs has eclipsed 100 receiving yards. And like I told y'all a couple of episodes ago, Diggs is a league winner. And I meant that. So look for that connection. They might have that back. Look for that connection to continue for the rest of the year. Travis Kelce is tied in one, 119 yards, eight receptions for 20 fantasy points. Travis Kelsey is always up here. He's always going to be up here. You can basically count him as a wide receiver, but Travis Kelce is doing what he does per usual. So injuries, injuries have been plaguing fantasy football this year, and it sucked a lot of the time, especially if you have these players, but I'm going to try to help y'all get through it. So, we're going to start with Damian Harris. Damon Harris is on a roll the past couple of weeks, scoring a touchdown in three of his last four games, I believe. Um, concussion protocol. So, Ramondre Stevens steps up, has 27 fantasy points. If Damian Harris can't clear concussion protocol off this short turnaround to the guy they, they played on Thursday this week, if he can't clear it, Ramondre Stevens should be in your lineup and he should be starting for that game. If you have Robert Woods, What are you doing? He tore his ACL this week. Van Jefferson is the person you should be going to if he's available. I know in a lot of deeper leagues, he might not be available, but if he is, try to snag him up. McVay came out and said that OBJ is not here to replace Robert Woods and OBJ is not here. They're not gonna force targets to OBJ. So with that being said, until he gets acclimated to the offense, Van Jefferson is a safe ad in my opinion. If you're still dealing with the Henry Ruggs situation, Brian Edwards had a really good game. He had 17 fantasy points uh, yesterday against the Chiefs. He looked really good, and this is who a lot of people thought he was gonna be at the beginning of the year. And it's looking like it's showing. Never late is better, but we're happy that he's here. Aaron Jones is out one to two weeks with a mild MCL sprain. AJ Dillon, I think we already all knew that AJ Dillon was a great running back. Um, So he's probably not available, but if he is, you need to go ahead and pick AJ Dillon up to replace Aaron Jones for these next two weeks because these next two weeks are pivotal to get to the playoffs. If you have Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb is on COVID protocol. They play on Sunday, so odds are he should be back. However, if he is not back, or if he gets hurt for any other reason for the rest of the year, D. Ernest Johnson has been balling out again in Chubb's absence. 21 fantasy points for him again. So, uh, D. Ernest Johnson is definitely a stash player that if you have the space, uh, you should keep him on the bench just in case something happens with Chubb. If you have Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram looked great. Mark Ingram been for 20 fantasy points. Mark Ingram looked like old New Orleans Saints. Mark Ingram, and he is officially now the Saints' all-time leading rusher. So if Camara stays out with his knee problem, look for Mark Ingram to carry you to another win next week. And then, if you have Derrick Henry, I know the situation is still tough, you're still trying to figure it out. But Deont- uh, Deontay uh, Freeman, not Devontae Freeman, Deontay Freeman, looks like he is the head of their three running back committee. Not really sure what's going on there, but AP's not really doing much. Nichols isn't really doing much. So look at Deontay Freeman to lead you the rest of the way for the Titans. But that's it for this week. Just wanted to make sure y'all were good with injuries. Playoffs coming up, so make sure y'all are hitting those proper trades, proper waiver ads, proper drops. Get y'all to to the promised land. But that's it for this week. I'll catch y'all later. Peace.
0: Thank you, Gerard, as always, for the fantasy insight. That boy don't miss some of those Never. players he talks about, too, though. It's, that simple. <laughs> it's just that simple. So for the, the second half of this episode, we're going to get into a little bit of the playoff picture in the NFC and the AFC. We're through week 10. It's not too early to talk about the playoffs. It is we're over halfway done. The Thanksgiving game is around the corner, which is crazy. Yeah. And uh, it's getting cold
1: some places. It's time to talk about some
0: playoff football. We can get into it. And we're
1: going to. And we're just going to break down the matchups that we got right now. And And just like um, the
0: teams that are there in particular.
1: And if we see them being there in a couple weeks and so on.
0: Yeah. So as of right now, the two teams with a first round bye are the Tennessee Titans and the Green Bay Packers. Which I did not expect to be saying the Titans. <laughs> they were sitting at six and two with some weird losses. They lose Derek Henry and we're just like, man, that's that's a wrap. Yeah. Two, two weeks later they beat the Saints. Pretty good team. Um I forgot who they beat last week. They beat a good team two weeks ago too.
1: Uh I'm let blanking. me get that. Let uh, me get that. They beat a good team. Me.
0: And uh they're eight
1: and two now. They beat they beat the Colts.
0: Yeah, so like It'd be the Colts. They, they're, they're feeling pretty good right now. They're, they're running the ball well still, despite not having Derrick Henry. They got a little committee going on. They're eight and two. I don't expect them to get the bye, but at this point, they've shown enough with their offense and particularly their defense that they can still compete without their best player and get into the playoffs. They'll probably win this division too. I think the next closest team is the Colts. Or no, it's the Chargers, but the Colts and the Chargers are about the same record. Um, I oh don't know. The Chargers aren't in this division. What am I saying? It's the no, it's
1: the the Colts are five and five. So it's the Colts.
0: So, they got a couple of games on them. They got a win on them already. The Colts are super up and down. They started what zero and four, and I think I remember saying this team is not zero and four. Like they they are not this yeah. bad. And now they're sitting here at five and five. They're playing very good football right now. They are in an easy part of the schedule. I swear, every week I see the Colts are playing Jacksonville. I swear. <laughs> um, but I do think the Titans wind up holding on to that. And how do you feel about the Packers at this point?
1: The Packers defense is showing to be very, very mighty over there in Green Bay. Yeah. So I mean, if they keep that going, they get Aaron Rodgers back. They they didn't look great
0: offensively against Seattle, and Seattle's defense is not very good.
1: They did not, but you do have to take into account it was very cold, it was snowing, first game back for Aaron, whatever that really means, because he only missed a week. So, I mean, you, you take that into account, but it is iffy that they did have such a weird game against them and it was three yeah. nothing going into the fourth i think
0: yeah it was it was It was a slot fest like it was bad. So, i
1: mean it it ended with um i think 17 to nothing nice i wouldn't say garbage time points because i mean the whole game was garbage so
0: <laughs> it was a
1: whole garbage time game <laughs> yeah. so i mean i i think they're definitely up there for the battle for the one seed yeah you do There's have a couple of
0: teams in this mix is the cra- is the weird yeah thing. you
1: There's do gotta more. look at arizona when d hop and kyler get back you those are probably the and the arizona's race. probably the surefire first round by okay. go getter right there and then i mean dallas is creeping at seven and two a, a game behind both of them so it, it's a tight race for that one seed so yeah we gotta see what happens
0: yeah, uh we we mentioned it before the episode, but the top of the NFC is really really strong and the middle is there and then the the bottom is like bad. So, you have like a handful of teams looking at wild cards, and by handful I think it's it's literally four at this point. And mm-hmm. if we get another good performance out of the Eagles or two, maybe you could convince me they could maybe earn it. But it's really like a four team race for the wild card with one being a lock with the uh NFC West non-division winner between the Rams and the Cardinals. Yeah. And the other of those teams is going to maybe get the bye and I don't know. It's it's definitely crazy, but I think those four teams we just mentioned are pretty
1: much in, right? Yeah, I don't I don't see them falling out of the race really at all. Like Dallas is probably the one, that it could go either way on the spectrum just because Dallas is weird and we've seen we've seen that division be – A of the NFC East before. So that's the only one I could look at it and say, okay, nice. But I don't see Green Bay falling. Like, I don't think Minnesota goes on a rampage and Green Bay falls for them to get jumped.
0: Not to win the division, no.
1: No, and then Arizona and L.A. – it's funny going into this season. We said anybody in the NFC West can win this division. And then here we are with the two top dogs being eight and two and seven and two. And then San Francisco and Seattle. Send having a, three having, having a
0: tough time. And I mean, injuries really hurt those teams. Obviously not having Russ yeah. is bad. Absolutely. Um, and the 49ers are just the most injury prone team in the world. I swear every year they run through eight running backs. It's crazy.
2: Um, mm-hmm. uh,
0: tough get better conditioning i guess i don't know you get better get better yeah i mean that division is still as good as i thought i think just the better teams are better than i thought
1: yeah so
0: and then yeah the uh wild cards panthers saints uh panthers saints vikings and then that team but pretty much those three panthers saints vikings are going to be fighting for that six seven seed Uh, Vikings got the head-to-head against the Panthers. I think they're a half a game back right now. Uh, I don't really know. The Vikings have some really good wins and some really bad losses. They're the only team to have a seven-point lead in every game this year. So they've been in all their games, and I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing at the end of the day. but Mm -hmm. They've been competitive for the most part, and... I don't think the Panthers have as equally like I think the games that they've lost have been pretty bad losses and I don't (laughs) it's hard to read a team like that that blows out and then gets blown out it's really hard to tell
1: yeah especially now that the Panthers are in theory getting healthier and but they have no idea what's
0: happening with quarterback as part of it too like
1: yeah but now with the addition of Cam then he's been on the team so they're gonna dig deep into the filing file cabinets the whole coaching go, pull out the that that's fine they, they got it hidden somewhere under the stadium so they'll go pull out the old playbook dust it off a little bit get a couple of plays and i mean we'll, we'll see what happens but you gotta think that Christian McCaffrey and Cam could.
0: McCaffrey coming it. back is really nice, and then they're gonna get more firepower.
1: Even if they gotta make plays on the fly, yeah,
0: make it up as they go, yeah, play it
1: by. Yeah, they're guys. professionals; they they could do it. Now, they what think... scares
0: me is the Saints, man. I don't know at all what to think about this team.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm lost when it comes to the Saints because. <laughs>
0: Their their quarterback is Trevor Simeon now. Even coming into the year with Jameis, it was just like a "what are we gonna get" kind of a deal. And Jameis goes down; he's out for the year. He's gonna be out for something next year, I'm sure. They're sitting at five and four. Took a the lof- tough loss this week. I. But they're only one game back of the Bucks. The Bucks have been sputtering. Yeah. They're two and or they're one and two in their last three games. That's that division is <laughs> is a uh, is a pretty good race over there. They're, they're all separated by like a game or a game and a half at this point, and
1: yeah, the NMC South turned out to be a nice little race so far. I, mean, I know we came into the year thinking that that Tampa was the only lock.
0: Jump. I thought that was the only lock.
1: Yeah, I was gonna run away with it, and here we are, where Tampa could just easily get jumped within the next three four weeks, and start having to claw their way back onto the Which I'm the ship. sure they
0: will. Like I'm not worried about them making the playoffs, but
1: No, I'm not either, but it what the injuries that we've talked about, it is um concerning.
0: Yeah, it's it's super concerning it definitely is
1: concerning. Going back to the AFC,
0: is there any team that you're kinda shocked about in the in the seven that are here right now?
1: I mean you can't go on without mentioning kansas city being six and four right now
0: but the crazy thing about kansas city being six and four is that with how bad mahomes had been up until yesterday he had a fantastic game yesterday yeah this team has a winning record they're two games above 500 they have some decent wins like they beat the packers yeah. it's the Aaron Rodgersless Packers, but they beat the Packers.
2: It,
1: it, uh that's another team that same thing with the Bucks. You really have no questions of if they're gonna make the playoffs yeah. or not. Yeah, hundred percent. Because I mean, they're gonna turn it around. It's it's gonna keep on rolling. The division but also be- sucks. It sucks, but they're also so tight. The Chargers are, yeah, are doing their thing. <laughs> the Raiders are doing their thing. And I mean, Denver, why are they there? <laughs> they just got blown <laughs> out by
0: I have no faith in them. They just got blown out by Philly. I don't, I don't have any but faith then they in Denver beat the, either. That, that's where the NFL makes no sense.
1: They, Denver they just comes in the, the Dallas. Cowboys.
0: They come into the Dallas and beat them into the ground. Then they play Philly at home and get... And then when Philly and Dallas play, Dallas beats them by 60. So I don't get this
1: league. It makes league. no I don't sense get but this league. There there's one one win separate in this division. And it's weird. It's weird. And it it's hard to gauge. And right now, coming out of week ten. It it's interesting to see uh Kansas City at six and four. <laughs> but again, not really worried about it. I don't um, really expect Pittsburgh to stay where they are. On the other side of things, no. I, I don't think, think they're
0: gonna—they're
1: gonna, gonna get weeded out. But I do not think that the Browns end up taking that spot because the Browns stink. They're another one that's scary. Also, me. no more Baker. Baker's probably out for some time. Exactly. So you lose Baker. They they were they were already being weird and acting suspect before that, so now I think it's just gonna be Joe Burrow and the boys taking that um second spot because you would think Baltimore wins that division pretty easily for the most part.
0: They just lost to the
1: Dolphins, bro. I mean, everybody's lost to a bad team, so. We, we could say that about every single team. We, we certainly can. Uh,
0: I, I'm I'm putting my money on Indianapolis. Don't ask me why. I think Indianapolis is streaking okay. right now. They play Buffalo next week. They can beat Buffalo. Buffalo's shown that if you can run the ball
1: on them, they can give up some points.
0: Yeah. And if they don't have the ball that long, that they can't score a whole lot. So...
1: And then if Buffalo loses and the Patriots win. Uh oh. That that's a shake up and a half over there for the top spot. Yeah, so
0: we're looking at whoever might win that division, but I I, we said it before this. I think New England has a true chance. I really do. Yeah. And
1: we we said it confidently.
0: Yeah. No, we didn't. There was not a if and or but about it.
1: No, because they made some great offseason moves and um Mac Jones just fits the part
0: for the Patriots scheme. And uh and and Belichick after a year of not winning is angry.
1: Oh, angry, bro.
0: Angry. He's always angry. Angry. He's always angry, but I mean yeah, the the playoff to race in the NFC feels semi-locked up.
1: AFC is good. In, in theory.
0: Yeah, like semi, obviously bearing anything crazy. But I, I do think it's like an eight-team playoff picture over there with like the fringe Eagles. And then you got That's about big, six teams in the AFC that have a chance. I don't think there's six that the are
1: AFC's good. The only good. thing I look at as a lock right now for like winning a division is the, is the Packers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I do think a lock for winning a division also is probably the Cowboys. Probably, like probably. The only reason we're saying no is because how the divisions acted in the past, but
1: exactly. So they, I, I have no faith. But no I, faith I, at all.
0: I, I have some faith.
1: I do think the Cowboys are good. I think they're really good. I think they'll continue to be good. But <laughs> just history has a, has a way of repeating itself, and the NFC East is just a cesspool. If Philly, lo- if
0: Philly loses to the Saints next week, are you convinced? Um. Because Philly, yeah. Philly plays the Saints, Dallas plays Kansas City. So if Dallas wins, Philly loses, are you convinced? You have to be, yeah. right? There, there's like a yeah. five-game disparity between them at that point.
1: Now, let me ask you a question of, are you worried if the Bucks lose on Monday Night Football next week to the Giants? No. No? No. I'm not worried. Okay.
0: Not because I'm... Not worried about the Bucks. I think I'm worried about the Bucks Super Bowl odds. Yes, I think they still win this division. I don't like New Orleans. Without a okay. quarterback, they're gonna win some games just on Sean Payton being a big brain, big sack type of dude. Mm-hmm. Carolina, I think they're gonna lose themselves some games for not showing up for whatever reason. Okay. And yeah, I like. I think I think Carolina loses next week. They play Washington. I think they lose. Fair enough. Just they have a really good game. We've seen this trend all year. You get a really big win. You kind of come out early, punch this team in the face. The whole second half, you don't play too much because you kind of foot off the gas because there's not really a need. Coming to next week, you get blown out.
1: Yeah, it happens. It's literally happened like
0: four times this week.
1: Yeah, it happens all the time. So
0: that's what I think is going to happen to Carolina next week. I don't like them moving forward. I think the Bucks, even if they lose, are fine. All right, fair enough. And, I and hey, I mean, I guess keep an eye on this Minnesota Packers game this week because if that happens, they get a big win. It's a little bit closer into the division. It's a two-game difference at that point. Who knows?
1: Who knows, man? Who knows? It The playoff picture right now looks really interesting and – if that has any indication of how the rest of the season is going to go, it's going to be fun. Yeah, We're in store for a lot of cool matchups.
0: Yeah, we, we really are. So um, I'm particularly looking at the AFC, and I'm excited to see how that figures itself out because I, I couldn't tell you how to judge those teams, and nor do I want to really try anymore to talk about it.
1: <laughs> no, and uh, I feel like a lot's going to happen within these next two weeks. Yeah. I'm right there, so we we could have a whole different picture coming into the next two. So yeah, maybe probably, maybe we'll revisit we, if it's crazy enough. Maybe you'll hear from us again about it.
0: <laughs> I I f- have a sneaking suspicion it won't be sadly. Right. I just have that little little tickle little tickle. But all right, guys, thank you again. Uh, sorry that this didn't finish on YouTube. Uh, we had some weird stuff go on, but thank you guys for. Checking out us, as always. Be sure to go follow us on our socials, at on the Spectators. If you don't already, check us out on YouTube if you were listening to this on a podcast site, The Spectators, where you can find us. New episodes every Monday. We'll be back next Monday with more good stuff. We got some more videos for you, as we always do. Go check out Alejandro and Nico's interview debut as well. That came out yesterday, so go check out that. Really good stuff from them. Have a good one, guys.
1: Peace. Later, everybody. Peace.